This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Welcome tonight's guests. He doesn't wear L.L. Bean because he says it looks too urban. Fox News contributor Tom Shalhoub. She puts her money where her mouth is, which is dangerous because you can choke and die. Fox Business anchor Lauren Simonetti. He is to woke culture what the health department is to the views bathroom. Author of the book, The New Puritans, Andrew Doyle. And she's wise beyond her years. It's something no one has ever said. Fox News contributor, Cat Tiff. Andrew, I have to go to you first because you are uh, a notorious prankster. I mean, you played the role of Tatiana. Or Titania. Titania. Whatever you want to say. Yeah, you got you Brits always screw up words. <laughs> we mess up your language. Exactly, we? exactly. <laughs> I think we kind of got there first on it. But. I, that, that is true, and you don't let us forget it. Um, but um, you pretended to be somebody else, and to great effect. And uh, you have a theory here. What do you think is going on? Well, I used to agree with you, and I used to think that this was a troll, that this was someone trying to expose the absurdity of gender identity ideology. I've now come to the conclusion it's real. It's too, there's too much commitment, mm. right, you know? And then there was that interview you mentioned where this guy says... These are real. They're not prosthetic at all. And I did Google that. And there is a condition mm. that would explain that. It's what's it called? Lying. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what it's known as. Yeah. Um, but it's fascinating. What's been really interesting to me is the, the reaction from the school board, because they've been so determined to sort of defend the teacher, saying, well, this is a minority group. This is an oppressed minority. This is someone who's vulnerable. And that really the media, we shouldn't be talking about. It. We should leave him alone. Right? right. Right. But I mean, like, and look at look at this person. I mean, clearly there is a point there, because clearly this is the sort of person that hates being the center of Attention. Exactly. Yeah, they hate exactly. it. So Leave me really... alone. You know what they are? They're the Canadian version of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Who are also two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. At least one person applauded. <laughs> I think in England that means something that I eat differently. Oh. Right? No, that's twits. I don't know. Tom? I, I, mean, I can't tell. I don't know. Do you have a um, theory? You know, you think you're a deep thinker. I, I think. I don't know if, it, well, you could say, is it a troll or isn't it a troll? But is a troll only when you are trying to lampoon the absurdity of it? Or could you be trolling just for another reason? I don't know what the definition of it is really. Mm. But they said they were going to revise the dress code. They were like, we're going to look at the dress code. But the thing is, her dress code isn't offensive. She looks like a Mormon PE teacher. You know what I mean? Like with the clothes. With the clothes. Yeah. Like the clothes are fine. The clothes are absolutely yes. conservative. Right. So if, you know, I think that she thought of the, I don't even say she, the guy thought of it before he did the whole thing. He's not wearing provocative clothing. So you can't call him on that. So I read this whole thing. Did you see the document? It doesn't say anything. It goes on for page after yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. And it does. But I don't know if it matters. I don't. 
know if it matters if it's a troll or not. Mm. Because you have guys like Andrew. I enjoy his character. You know, when you see this lampooning character he does. But I also enjoy just as much the regular social justice warriors it's based on. Right. And I laugh just as much at that. I think, which one is more entertaining to me? They're both equally entertaining. And they're both equally as instructive in their absurdity. Mm. And I think whether this is a troll or whether it isn't, uh, he's still annoying people. I mean, they, they should still remove him from the school. Mm. And the fact that the school is paralyzed shows so much. It's that- amazing. I mean, he's he's telling an amazing story. This is a I know it was a South Park uh, plot uh, years ago, I believe. And but it, this is like an incredible uh, it's, it's an achievement. It's performance art. Yes. So whether he's. Whether he's doing it as performance art or he's doing it seriously, it's making the same point. No, but it, yeah. matters, it matters because there have been bomb threats to the school now. So some people are so upset about it. Yeah. I mean, are they bomb threats or they're just worried that one of the breasts will pop? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> but but the, the school in its report has now said, there's no urgency to resolve this matter. Yeah. I think bomb threats for a school should be resolved that, sooner rather than later, that, personally. That's a good, know? yeah, it's a great point because then you're venturing into something dangerous. Lauren, I'm a little disappointed in in Fox Business for not covering the story. You know, I, I, I did, I went down a deep, dark hole, <laughs> like just Googling. And then I wanted to hear her voice. I was trying to find videos. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what is this teacher really like? Yeah. And I, I spent way too much time and then I, yeah, it was voyeuristic. <laughs> I said, I just, ha- I had to stop. Yeah. But the parents of the school district have two GoFundMe pages. They're legitimately trying to raise $10,000, $15,000 to sue this district mm-hmm. because this is so unfortunate for the kids. And it's a safety hazard. Yeah. She can't stand like that in front of woodcutters and saws. Yes. I mean, something needs to be done just for the safety of, of her. Yeah, exactly. And the students. And I always teach my kids, dress for the job you want. Yes. That is not <laughs> how you're supposed to dress. Oh, I'd be the, fired if Imagine I the job. Like he wants. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Kat, uh, you, you told me this morning that you were so happy we we're covering this story and that there's been some progress made. Uh, you've been doing some of your own, like, uh, dogged research and reporting. What can you tell us? Yeah. What can you share with us today? Yeah, Lauren, you said you went down the rabbit hole. I've been forced down this rabbit hole. <laughs> Every single, well, I spend months now, probably. Yeah, yeah. But I would also be remiss if I did not bring up the fact that I am also wearing a costume. Yes. Every single night on this show. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. It's, some of the audience knows. Whenever I, I will walk straight through the audience to come into the studio for hair and makeup, I never get hi, cat. I'll get is that cat? <laughs> 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 because I don't look like this. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I mean, what is there to say? I mean, this. There's the school, always something the to say. School is in a bind, which they did that thing where if you like ask your boss for a raise, and the next day you get an email. Like, great news, casual Fridays are back. (laughs) They're trying to kind of distract because they don't feel like they can do anything. And when this came out, uh, I was on a plane when it first came out that, you know, this old pictures from the New York Post dressed as a man. I was like, this doesn't mean it's over because you can say non-binary that's or gender gender fluid where you're like more of a girl some days and more of a guy other days. And and I just I'm also just I haven't had any additional information, despite my desperate pleas to the entire country of Canada. Uh, and if I could give back all the money I spent buying Jaeger bombs there on my 19th birthday that I contributed to my their economy in the great city of Windsor, I would. <laughs> well, we will remain on top of this story like the world's largest sports bra. <laughs> Up next, do you ever notice how people are now wearing sports bra without anything else? <laughs> like no shirt or no Yeah, no shirt. Just can't. people walking around in sports bras. Yeah, that, was that, just, that was the most boomer thing you've ever seen. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's just in my neighborhood. Anyway, we're going to get to the bottom of that, in too, these days. during the break. 
All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Is it a million dollar John or another government con? New York City is spending $5.3 million to install five toilets. Yes, five throughout the city, despite the fact that the toilets themselves cost less than $1 million in total. $5.3 million, causing many in the city to say, wow, that's some expensive (laughs) (laughs) Can't bleep that because it's fact. The city plans to put one of the toilets in each of the city's five boroughs. One per borough. (laughs) And I don't mean borough like a donkey. Although as a taxpayer, I feel like an ass for still living here. (laughs) That's fun with language, children. (laughs) But hey, if there's one way to make a major difference in New York, it's adding a whopping five places to take a dump. Get ready for the next big project, adding five benches. I guarantee those will have more poop on them than the new toilets. Meanwhile, the city blames the high price on infrastructure, costs for stuff like water and electricity lines. So there are two problems here, actually three. One, it costs five million bucks for five toilets. Two, it's five toilets for 8.5 million people, which means three, it doesn't even address whatever problem they were trying to solve. It's not just wildly cost prohibitive, its effects are a drop in the bucket, which is what the rest of us will be using when these toilets are full. (laughs) I'm glad you were humored by that. Oh, I like man. when a joke bombs, Greg. It's my favorite thing. That joke bombed? No. I, that, I for me, that was great. Okay. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think there's any kind of explanation for it being this expensive that you could, you know? I don't know why I live here anymore. <laughs> Are you depressed? It's, yeah, I kind of am, actually. Yeah, it is. Because it's like, this is, I'm not even shocked by this. It's because the people, they, they said the, um, the toilet company, uh, so they've never had a harder time ever getting a permit. It's because of the, you, there's a bunch of people that government is paying to, like, make sure that the toilets, that, you know, there's all this toilet red tape. And it's not that no one's going to use them. Mm-hmm. It's that one person's going to go in there and use it. And the kind of person that's going to want to use that is going to make sure no one ever wants to go in there again exactly and and then there's gonna be the cost associated with cleaning that up after that one person there's no way you can clean that up no I think, I, whoever has to please reach out to me i want to know if you're okay and if so how yeah i might be able to implement some of those strategies into my own life when i get sad yeah you know the uh it's like every toilet is going to be like the one in train spotting you know where it's <laughs> disgusting uh andrew do you remember you lived in london right do you ever live a little bit do you remember the open air urinals that they tried? Yeah. That, that happened, it was like 2004, 2005. And you just, it's amazing. You would be walking down the street and there'd be a guy's head. Yeah. Just like above like what seems to be a fence. They just momentarily forgot that we have dignity. Yes. They just thought, we, why don't you just urinate? It was so weird. It was weird. Yeah. And then it went away. It went away, yeah. Well, they pretended like it never, but it was because it was used for nefarious (laughs) activity, not for urinating, but for other things involving. And and you think that's what's going to happen with these toilets? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. I mean, this, look, look, 
I would, we should get into the toilet business. Yeah. I didn't five, know there was so much money to be made. It's five million for five. But what you've got to understand, like, it's, it's, it's five times the normal cost of a regular toilet. But that's because these are Democrat toilets, mm. right? And Democrats are mostly vegan. Yeah. They eat more fiber, so you need more robust plumbing, don't you? <laughs> for that kind of thing. But I keep hearing Democrats flush money away. Yes. They're literally doing it now. This yeah, is ridiculous. Exactly. And we're not flush. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, there are, there are three... Uh, uh, uses of flush. Flushing a toilet, being flush with money, and uh, your, what you just said. Where am I? <laughs> and the, 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 the queen's toilet? It's in flushing. Ah, that's, oh! <laughs> that's Tom. <laughs> Tom, is there a better way? Well, I, I know that you just poop outside in the bushes. Well, look, <laughs> I think these things look great. I mean, it has a great look to it, and so I just want to keep them looking new and good like that. So I think we should serve coffee out of those and let everyone pee in Starbucks. Ah. Oh. <laughs> just in the Starbucks, just like, uh, let it go. <laughs> Yo, you're right. What if this is just a, what if this toilet's worth it, Lauren? What if it's worth it? What if we're wrong? It's going to take forever to actually see it. Mm. Do you know how long this plan? I mean, forget the cost, which is outrageous. It's like they started this idea four years ago Uh and they're not, these five toilets aren't going to be ready until next summer. Oh man. Summer of 2024. And the name of the company? Portland Lou. Oh, that's a bad and idea. And Portland Lou. I mean, Portland is bad. They do business there. They do business in Seattle. All the places that we love here, right? We, we love those places. And they said New York City was the worst. It was worse than all of them mm. to do business with. Because the regulation. I, it's not just three or four years, though. It's like... 40 years. They keep coming up with things and then advocates for the disabled or, uh, you know, whatever. They always sue the city and then these plans fall through. There was a toilet in the 90s that were going to create that was all stainless steel. You would go in and it would close automatically and then the door would automatically open so people couldn't stay in there. After two minutes, an alarm would go off and you would have 30 seconds to leave. I swear, this is what they did in New York. And then you would leave, but then the door would close again. The entire thing would be hosed down Mm. and then and a dryer would go on and dry it off. So the whole thing was cleaned in between each person. I need a guy like that to design my bed. Uh. <laughs> but they never get it done. And it's always paid for with, uh, you know, taxpayer money, the whole plan. I, you know, why isn't somebody, I have to go, but I love this topic. Why hasn't somebody invented a disposable toilet? Like something you carry around in your pocket and, ah, I got diarrhea. And you just go, and it inflates. And then you use it, you throw it away. You mean like a bag? A bag. <laughs> a bag. I have one in my car, like a kid's potty. You have a kid's potty? Yeah. Well, that's actually an adult one for me. Uh, Carry that. There we go. But it's it'd be weird carrying that around on my back. <laughs> but I bet if you're in a foreign country, you're going to wish you had that. You're, who's laughing now? Hey, huh? listen, mytoilet.com. MyToilet.com. This is the best toilet ever. This is the most incredible toilet you will ever have. Best toilet. Wear your slippers. All right. Got time for one thought. Tom, where are you performing? My new solo show, Spontaneous Combustion, premieres at the United Solo Festival on 42nd Street, March 11th, 8.30. Go to TomShalou.com for details. TomShalou.com for his one-man show. Thank you, Lauren. Andrew Doyle, Tom Shalou, Cat Tip, Studio Audits. Fox News and now Jimmy Trace Gallagher is next. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I love you, America. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. 
Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com.